did everything dolo. So niggas didn't know these stories. Yeah. Listen to my head. Huh. I make the waves y'all ride like I'm Max B. Tax me. You trippin', I'm livin' tax free. Godly, laughing at looking like Godfrey. Walk on muddy waters, I rock and roll like I'm Fonzie. Happy days, dreamin' of whippin' whips on the Shanties. Pockets looking light, I was selling it out my aunties. Look what did for some VVs inside the timepiece. Take me back to selling and hiding it at my mommy's. Better days, dreamin', cause. They kept the vision, riding bumping division. My pistol tripping and clipping. Hope my pimpin' forgiven, cause swindled the system. Never become a victim, my because you gifted. Yeah. Stuck inside the trap, I had a couple phones. Remember when them Nikes was my mobile home? Mama always told me, leave them drugs alone. Tried to turn this house into a happy home. Stuck inside the trap, I had a couple zones. Remember when them Nikes was my mobile home? Mama always told me leave them drugs alone Tried to turn this house into a happy home Got them stressing, blowing wind like they root for the Knicks I was rooting for the trappers, try to study the bricks Now I got my money up, them study my kicks They was looking at my favor, try to study my If you wanna be a winner, then you gotta commit Excellence in every facet, show your peoples exist Healthy mind with the body, healthy life with the business Sleeping well to build the body, exercise of my goodness Brody wildin' on my line, I gotta cut out the chicken Whipping lyrics on a mission, gotta double the digits Brody wildin' on my line, I gotta cut out the chicken Whipping lyrics on a mission, gotta double the digits Stuck inside the trap, I had a couple phones Remember when them Nikes was my mobile home? Mama always told me leave them drugs alone Tried to turn this house into a happy home Stuck inside the trap, I had a couple zones Remember when them Nikes was my mobile home? Mama always told me leave them drugs alone Tried to turn this house into a happy home Hey guys, welcome to the Lifting Love Podcast. Today we have a special guest on, Gator Money. What's going on, Gator? Not much. I'm chilling, man. Living the dream. Loving yes. the sunshine out here. Yes, sir. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? Yes, sir. It is so In nice to have you on. Hello? Yeah. It's so nice to have you on, man. Um, yeah, Actually, we have a mutual friend. Uh, Hannah was telling me about you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So when we met, she actually saw me doing the podcast. She was like, yo, I have someone that you should really, really have on. And she brought you up, and I started listening to your music, and then I DM'd you. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Wonderful person there. Fight a strong woman. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. Um, So for those people who don't know you, if you could just tell us who you are and, you know, what it is that you do. My name is Gator Money. No space. Um, I'm an artist from – I grew up in Bellport. I reside in Riverhead now. Right now, I'm back and forth. Usually, I'm from New York, Long Island area, Suffolk County. Um, I make music. I run a record label right now. And, you know, I'm going to school. Getting, a, getting my bachelor's degree in music business. Oh, good for you. What school are you at? Uh, Full Sail University. Nice. And what's the name of your record label? Uh, 29 Bomb, Value Over Noise. Say that one more time. You kind of broke up. Uh, 29 bomb value over noise. Nice. 
And how long have you had that going? Um, this has uh, been like my first year on paperwork. I've been building up a lot of different names and different things. Um, and I finally got solidified with this name as in uh, September 1st of last year. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. What, what's that been like? Because you said it's finally on paper, so I'm guessing you've been, you know, coming through with the idea for a couple of years now? Yeah, at first I was, I was rolling a, running a sole proprietorship, and then, you know, I was just doing a lot of different things, just uh, trying to understand the ins and outs of what I'm doing and how I'm going to be handling things, being the record label and the artist, you know, so mm-hmm. it's been um, it's been tough, but I, I feel like I've been making it look easy. <laughs> How how has that been for you? As you, you kind of just said it, and that was, that was the next question I had. Like being an artist, and how do you like individualize yourself as being an artist and then being the guy running the show? Well, it's really just uh, a lot of reading, a lot of reading and time management. And you got to know when to do your business, and you got to know when to do your artistry. You know, you got to balance them both. You know, because if you stuck on business, you try to go to the studio, it's not going to work out too well because you got a whole bunch of numbers and different things on your mom. Mm. So kind of just finding that, you know, that I guess that work studio balance, I guess, like knowing when to be the boss and then knowing when to be, you know, an artist. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, being a boss is not really you running everything. You got to be able to delegate. You know, that's another portion of it. People think that you always got to be hands on. Uh, being a boss, but you know, my goal is to uh, help the company run by itself. Like, you know, I don't want to have to me do something for the company to run. I want the company to run in, the, in my sleep. So you could always be making money, always be making moves, always be doing something. Even yeah, if you're not the guy doing it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I know how to delegate. I know your strengths and your weaknesses. Was that something hard for you? Because I know for me, like delegating is a little more challenging. How was that for you? Like, were you able to just run with it or was it a learning process? Um, It was a learning process because you had to learn people and you got to mm-hmm. learn what people want, what people's desires are. And, you know, you got to kind of go through an interviewing process. You know, this has been my first time actually interviewing people. Um, And I actually see the other side from when I was going to interviews or doing different things. Um, There's certain questions that you got to ask, the certain tasks that you got to put people through in order to see if they're good fit for your team. You know, and you just got to make sure you have clarity. You know, uh, the mission, what you're doing. So to have people motivated and moving along correctly. Wow. That's awesome. And th- that transition is cool. So what are like, what are like some, so you have a team, how many people? Oh, right Roughly. now it's me and I got, I outsource, you know, so I'll say like maybe four unofficial people. You know, they're not under the 29 umbrella, but I outsource. And, you know, they work with me a lot, doing everything I need done. Wow. That's awesome. That's sick. So you have a team and you're running with it. And what's the goal? Like five years from now, just say, what's the goal? Honestly, um, the goal five years from now is to build up a system where I'm helping and teaching other artists, other artists to uh, capitalize and build on the things that they're good at. Not only the music, if you paint, if you do anything regarding art, um, I want to help build them up and give them the right tools that they need to learn. That's incredible. Not a lot of people out there like that. Nah, nah, definitely not. Definitely not. You know, because the whole label is meant to bring, like, you got to bring value. Bring value to your life. 
a lot of people don't sit there and focus on it. They just live, you know, and then when they get old, they think about all the stuff they should have did and everything. Like, nah, I want to live right now. Every day is my birthday, you know. And the way you get into certain spots, you got to provide value. So we're going to teach you how to use your, your God-given tools to your best possible manner. That's so nice to hear. Like, that's, that's so inspiring. Like, that, as an artist yourself, you want to actually build up artists to be better, to be, you know, to use all their strengths, like you just said. Like, that's so cool. And do you have any artists on the record label now? Um, no. Um, it's actually only data money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. All it takes is one. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. You know, oh. but I heard that I heard Gator Money crazy though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he, well, well balanced, well balanced, man. Well so you balanced. literally are the artist and the man. So it's literally you. Yeah, yeah, it's me. You know, Next. I've been doing. I've been making music for like six years. Really. Um, like, yeah, like, hardcore, but I've been, music's been in my life, and I've been playing a musical instrument since the fourth grade. Wow, look at that. You went right into my next question. Look at that. You, you the man. You already know how to show run over here. Look at this. <laughs> look at this. Literally, my next question is when you started rapping. All right. Um, honestly, I took it, like, sit real serious after my, um, my cousin. My cousin, he passed. Sorry, I decided to, to uh, hold up the mantle. Thank you. Um. Uh, actually, the label the label is named after him. Uh, um, Twenty Nine Bond is uh, it stands for November 29th, which was the day he was born. So I flipped it around and made the record label. Wow, that's wow! That you just gave me the you just gave me the chills. Like that's that's so inspiring, man. Wow. So it has a deeper yeah. meaning than just what it actually says. Yeah, I got, I got, I got a couple different, got a couple different meanings. You feel me? Because the wow. value over noise is just one meaning, and then for it to be his birthday is another, another thing. You know, it's, it's really, like, uh, surreal though. Because I, I wake up, I'm like, yo, I'm actually doing this music thing. I'm actually doing what I set out to do with my mm-hmm. goals. Now it's time to move on to other goals. You know. And you said that was your cousin, right? Who passed away, and that was November 29th was his birthday. Yes, sir. So was was he a big influence on you when it came to music? Yes, he he was the. If he was alive right now, he'd probably be selling platinum records. Oh, he was crazy. He was, he was that good. He was that good. Dang. So after, name, name was Caution. Say it again. His name was Caution. Caution. Yeah, yeah. Name fitting for someone who could spit like that. Yeah, nah, definitely, definitely. So you, so you started rapping. You, music's always been part of your life. You said you started playing instruments in the fourth grade. What instruments did you play? I played the uh, the stand up string bass in the orchestra. Wow. Stand up string bass. Look at man of many talents. What don't you do? That's the question I need to ask. <laughs> so what? Uh, so how'd you go from the fourth grade to doing stand up bass to? kind of getting into hip-hop. What, what, what was that transition like? Has hip-hop always been a part of your life? Well, you know, you can say it's definitely been a part of my life because of my cousin, so I've seen it a lot of times. But really, just what made me stop playing the instrument um, 11th grade, they gave me prepared for the NCAA. Um, I was playing, I was, I was real good at ball. Uh, well, decent enough where they think, I, they, think they thought I should have went to college. Um, 
you know, so that's when I stopped playing the stream bass. You know, certain things didn't pan out the way I wanted them to. So, you know, after a couple of years and sitting there and really trying to figure out what I wanted to do, um, I was up in Hudson Valley in uh, Troy, New York, and I just started at a table with a broke microphone and a uh, laptop using my homeboys. My At the time, he was my, uh, my roommate using his equipment, and it started from there. And that was like 2014. Wow. That's that's insane. You said a broken microphone? Yeah, it wasn't really the best equipment. I was like at a broken table. And what kind of beats did you use when you first started? Hello? I think I lost you for yeah, a second. Yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah. No, no, no. So a broken microphone, you said you were at a, a table? And then yeah, it was like a little broke table. wasn't really nothing going on. And I was just in there like, yo, let me use your equipment. Because I was, I was making clothing at the time. I was trying to come out with a clothing line called Black Ball Paris. And I was like, sitting there, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to try to rap it because I'm sitting at the table all day, all day. It's something I'm used to doing. I was sitting at the table just trying to make a record, just recording myself. And then it just worked out, and now here we are. Yeah. Seven, was that seven years later? Yeah, yeah. Do you ever? Did you ever think it would be what it is now, now that you have the record label and you're actually making music? Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I I knew what it would be. I, I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I would know I'd be lit in some form of manner, you know. And now it, it was just finding out how to get the money out of it. Because all of the regular basic stuff I got out of it, the enjoyment, the writing the music, the going to studios, the performing, all of that I got out of it, you know. Yeah, but it was just it was just the capital. Yeah, and that that was that was the biggest. I guess that's always been the biggest problem with anything you're trying to do because everything takes money, you know. Nah, definitely, definitely. You know, you want to you put your pieces of art out there. You want to know how to collect your money. You know, that's and you want to know the, the avenues where you can get money at. You know, a lot of people don't know that there's there's actually money in music. It's not it's not what people think. Uh, it is. There's a lot of money in music. These companies are worth billions. You know, you got to know how to maneuver. Is that why you wanted to make your own label? Because so many people are profiting off of that. And a lot of people, like you said, not a lot of people know how much money is actually in music. Nah, I just wanted to talk more. You know what I mean? I just wanted to talk. I wanted to talk. And just, I mean, just get it popping. That's it. That's crazy. So now, now I have a question because I was curious from the minute I heard your song. Why the name Gator Money? Um... It transitioned. It was Gator for a little bit, and I'm sitting there with my cousin. And I mean, in that click, I was working at a nightclub, and people started attaching onto the name Gator. I, I forgot where we came up with it from, but I, I can't. I put that money at the end of it because a, a couple people had the Gator name, and I wanted to separate myself, uh -huh. so I put Gator Money together, and it basically signified like getting it out the mud. Hmm. I like that. <laughs> That's actually pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so how long you've been going? So you said it was Gator at first. It's always been Gator money since you've been rapping, or was it Gator at? No, nah, it was always it was always Gator, always Gator, all the time. And then when did the money part come across? How long ago was Two that? Two years now. Two years. Wow. Yeah. And um, so I know this past year's kind of been tough. I know you said uh, September first, I believe it was, was when you, you know, finally officially made the record label Twenty Nine Bomb Value Over Noise. 
But how's the past year with COVID affected you? Honestly, it's crazy. I actually caught COVID uh, my birthday that just passed the 20th. <laughs> but as oh, wow. far as 2020, it's been the best year I ever had of my life. It honestly, honestly has. And like, it, it allowed me to do a lot of things. You know, I was still doing the same thing I've been doing, you know, as far as traveling and making moves, you know, so I didn't really feel the effects of it. You know, I, I felt, like, relieved, you know, because certain things were slowing down. And it was able – it was, like, time for you to actually catch up and do what you had to do? Yeah, yeah, sit down, you know, everything, you know, we're in New York, so things are moving fast. You, you're thinking about a lot of stuff. You're trying to make this move and that move. And, you know, uh, all these moves might not actually be the best thing for that time. No, it's true. And COVID kind of gave us that that slowdown, like you said. It gave us time to reflect and actually figure some stuff out. Yeah, man. Through that time, I done, like, got a little uh, studio. Um, just a lot of different things together. That's crazy. And did you have any projects that you worked on during COVID? Um, I actually released um, – how many joints I released? I released one EP, three songs in November, one song over the summer, um, at least like four, the top of the 2020, or something like that. I'm at, maybe I released like six or seven joints, maybe. I don't know. That's cra- And were they all recorded, or you recorded them all while quarantine happened? Re- some was recorded, some I just, you know, caught from old sessions, you know. Uh, kind of just mix and master and put them all together. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's crazy. So, as far as music, like what, like you said, you play instrument and you've been rapping for a while now. So, like, what does music specifically rapping it mean to you? Um, music to me is just is like it's a it's part of me. You know, you it's it's not the end all be all. You know, it's just one piece of me that describes the whole thing. You know, I appreciate music in a whole. I appreciate how people create because um, they uh, part of me if I'm, I'm wrong, but they like evoke emotions. Yeah. You know, they pull out so many different emotions and it could be just a couple minutes of the song, not even a whole song. Um, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's crazy how much can go into music and process. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And who are your influences from listening to Um, Honestly, I'm going to say uh, Currency. He was a strong influence. Um, I, I feel like now it's kind of a cliche thing to say. But I was kind of following uh, Nipsey before the uh, the popularity. Uh, I was following Nipsey. Um, I like this kid, A1 Nino from Little Rock, Arkansas. I like his style and swagger. Um, Little Wayne. And that's really about it. You know, I listen to everybody, but those are the couple ones that are standing out to me right now that really – kind of help craft and mold my staff. Mm-hmm. Interesting about Nipsey, so you said before, the, before, you know, before he passed away, when everyone kind of, you know, took off with his music. 
Yeah, yeah, which is respectable. I, I'm glad that everybody's latching on and everybody understands him and everybody is finding out about him. That's a beautiful thing. Um, you know, and I but I feel like now it's like a kind of like a piggyback, like a conversation started. Yeah, you can listen to that, you know. But I was uh rocking with Nipsey when he was uh in the mix of dropping Crenshaw and then um when he dropped Crenshaw for hundred and then when he dropped mailbox twenty four thousand and he's using this thing called Superform, which I use now um, for my people that want to stay real tight to me and uh, hear new music before it even drops. You know, I was, like, rocking with him and listening to him with that stage, you know. So I kind of caught him almost at the middle because I know he running through the whole bulletin, got no name thing, too, which was crazy. Why um, he was going on tour with the game and uh, Kendrick Lamar and him. Those are some, that was those are crazy times, man. Those are some good songs that he made, man. Nah, definitely. He is definitely a beast. He missed. That's crazy. But you did mention something called Superphone. What exactly is that? Because that's actually something I've never heard of. Um, Superphone is an app that Ryan Leslie helped build. Um, is an app that Ryan Leslie actually helped build, and it basically, um, mass message. You know, I'm to to put it in short term. So, say basically, I got a phone number, and I want to text people. Hey, I'm in your town. I can send it to ten people that's in my town. I can keep track of them. I can get the data. I can get the analytics. I can get all their social media and information. So it's like almost like a mailing list, you know, but more events, and you be able to contact everybody all at once instead of going one by one. It's basically like a. It's literally like a suit. That's why they asked. Okay, that makes sense. So, and then and you said something about like people being connected closer to you, so you could actually like talk to them. Yeah, it's a, it's a real phone. Like, I, honestly, I, I can receive calls. I can send, send text messages out. Receive pictures. Receive videos. All types. But it's just of stuff. not your number. It's a real phone. It is my it, number. It's, it's my own personal number. But but your fans won't have your personal number. They will. That's my personal number. Wow. That's actually pretty cool. And how long ago did you start using this? Um, I was using it. Uh, I've been using it for a while. I've been using it for a while now. Um, basically, since like 2014, 2014, 15. Uh, my super phone number is 415-463-4616. And then that's 415-463-4616. You know, but for anybody that wants to check it out. That's sick. After we get all after we get done recording this, I'm definitely gonna check that out. That's pretty fire. So you just update them on hey, yeah, listen, right. I got something new dropping. Hey, I'm over here. Hey, I'm doing this. Kind of just constantly updating your fans. Yes, sir. Wow. That's pretty sick. Um wow. Okay. Uh so A1 Nino, can you go a little brief on who he is again? Because I, I kinda of, I didn't hear the whole thing. Uh, he he's a rapper from Little Rock Arkansas, independent rapper. Um, that's you know that's bubbling up. You know I like him a lot. Um, you know not too. I'm pretty sure not too many people know about him if they unless they're on the Midwest. But um, he's pretty decent, pretty decent. And then of course we got you know Lil Wayne. So you you been rocking with Wayne the whole time, or you kind of you caught him in the middle? Um, honestly, I guess uh the the dedication, mm-hmm. the get it, the dedication mixtape. You know, right before he hit uh, the Carter three, you know, I caught him around the time the first white and black iPod came out. 
I'm a little younger, but I, I remember the, the little uh, the little uh, iPod things, and those things were so cool. But I I missed the little MP3 players that I had in like middle school. Yeah, I had only like 50 yeah, songs, yeah, we, 100 we, songs on it, and you all illegally downloaded them, you know. And I missed. <laughs> <laughs> I miss those, man. I feel like some of those were the better players than some of the stuff we got now. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Lime wire, the computer yeah. killer. <laughs> oh, listen, hh listen. Or the, or the, or the music source. You know, thing. Wh- wh- however you look at it, you know what I'm saying. Everybody has that. <laughs> so when it comes to like, because I know the, the people you just said, you know, Nick, A1, you know, Little Wayne, like. Now, do you hear them when you rap? Or like, who do you compare yourself when you hear yourself rap? Well, I don't really, as far as the rapping portion, I don't, I don't compare myself. I compare my, like, basically, with those comparisons, I compare, like, the hustle and, like, where they came up and where they went to. Okay. So you, you feel like you have your own sound? No one? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know, I don't really do a lot. I don't. I haven't really looked into that. The comparison for you know, I just do my thing because you know it's my story. No, of course, of course. So I, you know, I never really like look like you know. I sound like this person. I sound like that. You know, but you know, you'll hear that from everybody. You sound like somebody. No. Everybody sound like hundred percent. And actually, before we like so all last night, I was listening to a bunch of your music, and um, I was listening to listen to my intro. I believe that was. And you could just yeah. hear like some pe- sometimes some people aren't as confident on the mic, and you kind of hear that. But with you, you have like mm-hmm. just this like overwhelming confidence, and you could just hear it on the microphone. Like you could just hear it through your songs, and like that for me was something that really like I attached to, and like it's just crazy because like you like flew that song. That song goes crazy. Money counter, of course, was crazy, but that's not on the, the album that I was talking about. And uh, uh, what was the other one? Um, I believe it was uh, Wishless. Was it? Is that? Is that the other one? Wishless. Yeah, I remember yeah, Flu yeah. specifically. That one goes crazy, and then Wishless goes hard too. Like that whole that whole album is is pretty crazy. Good look, and I appreciate that, man. I worked uh, pretty hard. What, what was that. the whole? Because I know there was there's a part in that song. I mean, in, in the album that talked about the reason behind it. It was like. You got was it? It was like a funny little like snippet that you guys had. What was that about? Um, I don't, I don't remember. It was talking about um, listening to my intro and how you guys kind of came up with that. Yeah. Oh, at the beginning, I was just like, "Yo, I came over listening to my intro because nobody was listening on the first song." <laughs> I said, that. "I was laughing at that." Yeah. And then you turned that <laughs> into a whole album. Well, nah, it, I, I've been saying that for, for a couple of years now, and I, I felt like that was the beginning. So it's just like, hey, when you look back, it's just like, all right, this is, this is where you find out who I am. Listen to my introduction. The introduction is the best part of, you know, meeting somebody. That first introduction going to spark it off, you know, because that's, that's the only thing people going to remember. You can help them remember by different parts of the conversation, but they're going to remember distinctly the introduction and the ending. Those are going to be the two most important parts. That's that's actually crazy. So it's like trying to just make that, like, your intro, like, introduction, just boom. 
you want to be right off the bat that, hey, I'm here to stay. I'm here to do things like. Yeah, plus it gives some, some people things to say. Like, like everybody know when JDK's hop on a, on a track, you don't hear that laugh. So, you know, Gator hopping on the track, we hear, listen to my end. And so you know that, you know, it's like, oh, I right, listen to my this. intro. <laughs> That's crazy. And yeah, I was listening to it. I was vibing hard. Your music does hit on a different level. And I got I to say, I'm a big fan. Thank you. So, Thank keep you. doing Thank what you're doing. But, you know, one of my last questions for you, because we're going to wrap soon, but. Drives you to do music. Right. I know you talked about you know your cousin and you know, kind of just been playing for so long that it's just kind of like a part of you. Like, what drives you now? This is my um, this is my vessel to reach my ultimate goal, and that's to be uh, financially financially free and travel the world with my family. So I using I'm using music and my creativity to fuel my ultimate goal. So every day. I got to make this thing happen to get the way I'm going. I love that. And and, that, and and that's and how long have you realized that you want to be financially independent and that you want to travel the world? Has, has that been always a, a thing of yours or has that been recent? Well, I already knew. I already knew for a long time, but it was having to write it down and gain that clarity so I know what I'm doing. That's something I, you know, I had to figure out, you know, because you can know what you want to do, but sometimes you may not know how to articulate it. And if you don't know how to articulate it, you don't know how to ask for help or who to ask. And then, so this, the past couple of years have literally just been learning lessons on how to actually, you know, manifest what you want in life. Yeah. Yeah. It's really learning how to make things obtainable. That's crazy. And it's just crazy how, you, like you said, you use your creativity and your your music to be a part of that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, you got to find your, your strengths and build them up. And was that, was that, is that, is that hard to like, because like, you know, we talk about, you you mentioned strengths a couple times already. Isn't it hard, isn't it hard for like, for you to be like, hey, I have to work on my weaknesses so that way my, because I already know what my strengths are. Your strengths are being a hustler, being a businessman, you know, doing all these things and like now you have to focus on your weaknesses and actually make those stronger. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, it comes with a good mental, you know, because at the same time, you don't always have to get better at your weaknesses. It's definitely good to try and get better at your weaknesses. But sometimes knowing your weak, knowing yourself is the true definition of a, of a boss. So it's like, you know, you're not good at writing stuff and, you know, doing doing the paperwork. You delegate that to somebody else that's going to handle the paperwork for you. So now you can have time to focus on more important things. Mm. That you're that you're good at, you know that you know you can knock out, you know that you can even ponder on, you know because it, it's it's always getting better, so that's gonna come with time. You know I could get better with the I could do it if I have if I have to, but it cause me less stress and free up more time to do the things that are important if I learn how to delegate it. So it's not even just like ignoring your weaknesses. It's hey, focus on your strengths and then build a team around you that has strengths that are your weaknesses. That everyone can kind of chip in and everyone can just make the business run, like you said, while you're sleeping, while you know, you're working on other things. Yeah, you were close. I love that. That that's awesome and that's sick. So, you know, actually I wanted to ask you something if you'd be down to come back and do another podcast 
and we could go through your lyrics and just your creative process because um, I think that would be so cool to hear you know your lyrics more in depth and just how you get to where you are going. Yeah, yeah, I'll be so definitely we'll, we'll definitely that. make let's make that happen and we'll talk off of this. But you know, for everyone, just if you could let them know your social media and where they can find your music on. Just Google Gator Money, no spaces. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, everything. It's Gator Money. Take your time. I, I, like I said, we are excited to have you back. And like, I want to go whole lyric breakdown because you know, for the fans who don't know you, and even for your fans now, if they could just hear your creative process, I think that'd be awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, that'd be good. You know, cause I feel like sometimes people hear me. But they, they might not hear me, hear me. They might not understand, you know, because I say a lot of different things and a lot of different things I double on time. Of course, and your, your energy. I love your energy, man. Like I said, man, I'm a big fan. So keep doing what you're doing, man. I, I definitely, we have a lot. We have a lot we're going to do here, man. I appreciate your time. All right, we'll, All right, we'll talk you, soon. Thank you, thank you, All right, bet, bet, bet. Looking at my son, I see a younger me. I wasn't fucking with my pops, he ain't fucking with me. I was running from my problems and running the beats. I know you loyal to your mama, I never compete. I got my eyes on the kingdom, my second chance. Running through my space when I'm focused, I wouldn't recommend. Fuck taxes, I'm maxing, trying to invest a band. Better get your man, my smoke is coming secondhand. So pound, nigga. You playing Bojangles, you get them bold rounds, nigga. I'm sniffing out blood like I'm a cocaine, nigga. You claiming it's up, but it can go down, nigga. So tell me what's up. I got a bitch in the back, I got a one in the front. One cooking, nigga. One rolling them. As a matter of fact, we get together and stunt. They rock the skull and them bones, cause entry numbers they trust. What up? Yeah. I told my nigga Gator I had to chop on this shit. Yeah, man. You my brother forever. I love you, nigga. <laughs> Loving all these women that ain't even worth it. Know I'm better than myself, but I ain't stressed the surface. Looking at my nana, couldn't handle service. Put my focus on progression, getting hella nervous. If I go and bust my watches, would it make me litter? If I double up my shots, would it make me sicker? You my mans, but I knew you never knew a nigga. Demonstrating actions, disputing the nigga loyalty. Stacking up the capital, preparation for lower fees. Triple on my business, I'm balancing out the royalties. Solo on this pitch, and the only nigga that sponsored me. Dunking like I'm Timmy, I'm doubting the nigga blocking me. Flying spur of vision, I'm clicking my pieces gradually. Couple shells cracking your body, they ain't no grabbing me. Not the shooter, keeping my people, that's going clap for me. Sounding like a standing ovation, no push to hardcore. Get it back to basics, we flipping, I need a cardboard. Yeah.